Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, MLB Chuck, now brought to you by the Internet News Network, Screenworks Entertainment, Atlanta Mix 108, Smooth Jazz Cleveland, and of course, Dove and Dragon Radio. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below and join me for all the new interviews. Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wustrak. I'm here with my special guest, Shanna Lee. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Now, you're a... Soul Frequency is a book, but it's also life coaching, correct? Yes. Soul Frequency is my brand. Awesome. Well, we love brands. <laughs> so what brought you into this? Um... For years, I was in the business world, so I had um, built basically a large business and, uh, and clientele in the real estate sector, and I was largely living my life in a place of feeling like there were certain boxes to check, and I had checked many of the boxes, and I got to a place where I woke up one day and looked in the mirror and thought, well, I have all the things I thought I wanted to be fulfilled, and ultimately, this nebulous thing called fulfillment wasn't ever present for me. And it was confusing because I had a lot of success, um, but I didn't feel like deeply fulfilled by that. And I also felt bad about that. Like, why, you know, why do I have these things and I've achieved these things and I don't feel like it's enough. And so I went on a little bit of a personal journey to just understand what fulfillment is, where it comes from and how we reach a state of deep inner fulfillment and alignment in our exterior life and in our interior life. And that just led to a very large spiritual awakening, which led to me literally almost walking out of my life <laughs> and leaving all of it behind and building an entirely new reality that I now exist in. And so I help people through deep transformation, people who feel like they wake up one day and go, what is this life I built and how can I create something different? Right. We often, often start in high school. We have to go to this school to get this degree to make our parents happy because that's what they see us in. And then we get to the job, the corporate job, whatever it is. And then we find out, okay, I plan my entire life for this job and it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So then we're in our thirties or forties and go, Oh no, I hate my life. <laughs> Right. Which is quite a like sobering experience, right? When you realize you just spent basically half your life building something that ultimately didn't deliver what you thought it was going to deliver. And if we choose to, it's a time of great awakening and reevaluation and, you know, looking and deciding how you want to move forward. It was interesting because, you know, there were a lot of people at that time in my life where I was looking and questioning, where I really saw that in our society, um, we say that after a certain age or stage in life, it's not okay to like reevaluate, look, do something different. You know, there are a lot of people saying you can't just like change your life. You, you know what I mean? You can't just 
do something different and really, you know, we can always change our life. Right. We get into this. Okay. 28 years old. I had a medical condition that took me out of life. I was trying to build and threw me into something completely different. So I got to do this early in life. Yay. Me. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. We started off with, I had the education. I had the drive. I knew what I wanted and then life got in the way. Yeah. So at 28, now I'm like, okay, what can I do? And then it opens the doors when you stop limiting yourself because that's what we're doing when we close doors because, oh, so-and-so said we won't be good at that or so-and-so says we should do this. So we limit ourselves based on other people's perception. Exactly. It's very true. And we, we, I say, don't even really know who we are many times. Like we, you know, you get told like by the time you're in kindergarten and first grade, second grade, you always know you're going to the next grade in life. You know, this is my childhood. This is my life. We obviously get caught up in lots of fun sometimes when we're young and all of a sudden we end up at either the end of high school or the end of college. And it's like, Oh wait, like now I'm supposed to just do life, except for we never were taught to define who we really are. We're fed all these things from society and our family of origin and all these different messages about who we should be, but we're largely unclear about who we really are until you know something happens in our life to shake us up a little bit and wake us up a little bit and have us start really looking and questioning. Right, I was lucky enough to get into meditation, essential oils and everything when I was a teen. So doing that to clear my mind, what do I want to do was already part of my core belief system. Amazing. So I didn't have to change that when I was 28 and was thrown into chaos. <laughs> I, I think that I'm thankful for that. <laughs> um, yeah. But at the same time, we have to step back and go, okay, what is making us happy? And what can we do to make ourselves happy? Because the instant gratification that we're taught isn't what adulting is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of preconceived notions about what we're supposed to do as an adult or how we're supposed to be in the world. I'm really about shattering all of that because I think when you're operating within a certain paradigm, mm -hmm. um, it's hard for you to locate any of your own truth outside of that paradigm. And so when I'm working with people, I'm kind of poking holes in the paradigm and, and messing with it. I like on an energetic level because, and, and, you know, shifting perspective around it really, because we operate within our own reality. That is our perspective. That is what is largely built for us instead of built by us. And to move out of that into a different reality that is more created from your truth, you have to kind of poke holes in what's already there so that we can for a second, like notice the boundary, right. Of that reality and be able to step over that boundary or move out of it or witness life beyond it. Because we don't even realize that we witness life through these boundaries, right. We just right. We're generally not aware of that. Right. We don't understand when we're growing up, our parents are teaching us lessons based on their experiences. They're not our experiences. So we don't comprehend, we don't understand it, but it becomes part of our core belief. What I've done with my daughter is take my core 
my experiences and go, okay, this happened. It could have went this way or that way, but you have to find your own path. You're not going to have the same experiences as me because you don't walk in my life. You have your own life. Yeah, beautiful. So I, I, she comes home from high school now and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I create a monster because I'm like, everything she says and does is the complete option, opposite reaction than I would have had. Ah, individual. I like it. And you gave her yes. room for that. Yes. So I'm very proud of her. She is very a free thinker. But at the same time, I'm like, can you tone it down just a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love all the free thinking. I think I love it. Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's challenging to be in relationship with people in general, kids, you know, partners, like parents and, and really see them for who they are and allow them to be right. It's, it's a natural human state of being where we, want, you know, we want to validate our own vantage point. We want other people to validate that vantage point. Like that's very human. Mm -hmm. And so to really, it's an act of like real courage and love to allow someone to think differently than you and still be there be a connection and love. Right. Yeah. And for them to see themselves differently or see you differently and for you to not, you know what I mean? Try to curtail that. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It is. You have to be able to love the people that around you enough to let them express themselves. Exactly. If you're trying to have them express your views, you really don't love that person. No, it's, there are various levels of control. There are various levels of, you know, manipulation, even subtle manipulation. I don't think a lot of people feel like they're manipulative people, but we, you know, human beings are in different ways and we do it in very subtle ways. And so it's, it's important to start to recognize that there's a point, And I really think what spiritual awakening is, is a point where we can stand back and witness ourselves versus just being in our reality fully as if that's the only existing truth. When we can actually step back and, and go, oh, look at me in this situation or look how I interacted with that person and start to really become aware of the way that we move through the world, different information is available to us if we can become aware we can we can see things therefore we can change things and evolve things where when we are just interacting and reacting to things we don't have a lot of change available to us right it's okay i'm going to do an abstract thinking you're strapped at a dead end job you can't leave that job because you need that job to pay your bills this is the thinking of most of our people in society this is we can't advance we can't get a raise and we can't go to a change now we step back okay we are at the job for eight hours what are you doing for the other 16 hours of the day are you going to school or are you sitting on the couch playing video games it's what are you doing when you're not at this dead-end job or to advance yourself are you writing a book? Are you doing something to motivate yourself? Are you working a second job? Setting yourself up to grow spiritually also means putting effort into your reality. Absolutely. I mean, it's interesting because 
you know, people talk about different generations. We live in a really interesting time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always been, for me, just personally, I've always been a really hard worker. Like no matter what business I was in, I always really approached it as my life's work. So not just like punching a clock for amount of hours, but like, how can I give of myself from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed? Mm -hmm. Um, But when I connected with what I really wanted to do in this world, um, it's, it's largely like the majority of my life. So, you know, connecting with something that feels in alignment with you is also like an activation of another level of being able to operate in the world. So it's interesting because when I talk about like raising your frequency, one of the things that happens for myself and happens for my clients is, is a kind of a quickening of your energy and ability to assimilate information quicker right? And take action quicker. So if I look back at my life 10 years ago, I was always like a great, you know, person who gave a lot to what she did. I was great at that. Um, But my ability at this point to, to execute on something quickly that I want to be doing is at a whole other level. And so, you know, when we're doing things like watching TV all the time, you know, coming home from work, just watching TV, sitting on the couch for hours and just basically checking out is what we're doing, trying to relax. And then that's kind of an indicator that we are not probably totally on our purpose line. We're not feeling totally great in our life, right? We're not feeling excited or activated by it. And so then the question becomes like, okay, how, what is that thing I want to be doing? Like, what, what is it that I can even just start thinking about, right? Even just start having an inkling of, I would like to move in this direction. I was just talking to a woman earlier today and, and she was telling me that her life was really difficult and she was going through a lot of hard times in many different ways in her life. And her entire focus was on that right? Every, mm-hmm. There was nothing else but that going on for her. And, right. and I said, well, you know, do you ever think about what, what are good things in your life or things you want to create that are better than the path that you're on that you don't love right now? And she's like, well, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I want to create. And I said, well, if we don't have a target that we're moving towards energetically, then really we're completely out of focus. We're not moving towards anything, right? right. So of course, when life happens, right? Because things happen in life, mm-hmm. it's going to take all of your energy and focus because you're not moving towards a target that feels good to you. Even just having an inkling of a target that feels good to you is something you're then moving towards to get excited about, which changes what steps into your reality. Exactly. You have to have a goal. Rather, that goal is a new job, write a book, Uh, write a song, have a family, whatever your goal is. Once you have your goal set, whatever the negatives are around you, if you don't pay attention to them, I mean, you acknowledge them, but if you don't stay stuck and focus on them, you can move to your goal. Yeah. I always say people like don't understand, like it's almost as if we have these like big beams of light that come out our eyeballs and whatever we point those big beams of light at is what expands in our life. Mm -hmm. So if we are focused on the things we don't want Mm -hmm. all the time through our thoughts and feelings, we are expanding that in our reality. And so often we like to focus on the things we don't want rather than the things we do want. And if we shift our focus to the things we do want, then that will expand in our reality. Like this is like quantum science, right? I mean, this is just a fact 
of life that what we focus on expands. And so it's really important to know what we want to focus on mm -hmm. and to start literally getting excited about it and thinking about it and dreaming about it and writing about it. And, and all of that creates an energetic momentum, which will not only have you be more excited in your life, but it's also going to cause things to happen outside of you. It will cause, let's say, new people to step into your life that will be supportive on making that a reality. It will cause you to turn away from the things that have felt heavy or difficult. And if you turn away from them, they become smaller and smaller in your reality until they disappear. Because without your energy, they cannot stay active in your reality. So imagine if we all just started doing this, right? Everybody mm -hmm. on the planet, we would stop magnifying the things that we don't like and we would start magnifying the things that are more helpful and supportive. Right, and I, I normally focus on not living in the past. It doesn't mean not living your, your past, maybe not living in your parents' past. How many yeah. times as children do we step into our parents' shoes to relive or try to fix the injustice they went through? or something that was in their life that we want to fix, but we can't fix that past. We can fix the present. We can fix the future. We can't fix the past. Yeah. And when you heal yourself, you heal the lineage backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so often there are like things that travel through the lineage. So I'll see like grandmother, mother, you know, daughter, great grandmother, all struggling with the same thing. And what's fascinating is that it's not, it's like, I might be talking to the daughter and I'm like, this isn't even yours. This just came through your lineage, right? This is something mm -hmm. you just adopted because you're around this. It's not even your belief set. It's not even your bag to carry, so to speak. Yeah. And the minute I tell somebody that it's like they give themselves permission to lay down the bag and everything changes from there. Right. right. It's like, we don't know. We even have the option sometimes to just go, Oh, this isn't even mine. I'm just going to mm -hmm. put this down and move on in my life. And how empowering is that? And when you go and you, you know, work on healing your own inner self and healing these lineage things, you affect everybody forwards and backwards, so to speak, right? It's all happening yeah. in the now, but, but everybody's affected in the lineage. Exactly. I mean, I have my grandmother, my mother, and my daughter all here with me. So I have a lot of grandma's baggage. I'm like, no, this isn't my baggage. I don't have to be in this moment. This isn't mine. I don't know that time that was in the 1930s and 40s. Sorry, that's not my baggage. Yeah. I understand the history. I'm not carrying it with me. Yeah, it's powerful. And there's something really powerful when we give it back to where it came from, like just even in our own thoughts and energy. It's like, no, I'm not going to take on this energy. I'm going to send it back. Right. Because sometimes like we just souls have soul work to do. Like we came here to go through certain things to learn from those things. And we can't absolve somebody else of their life lessons. Right. Mm -hmm. We can't carry the burden for them. It wouldn't even be right, even if we could do it, because that soul came to go through that experience to learn something important, you know, for their soul journey. And so we don't want to interfere with that. Right. Like sometimes mm -hmm we're trying to be supportive and loving and we are literally, you know, jumping in the middle of an important life lesson and trying to rescue people. And this happens obviously with parents and children all the time, back and forth, right? Parents trying to rescue children and children trying to rescue parents. Um, I see this a lot, but it's like, sometimes the wisdom is stepping back and saying, oh, is this an important struggle in this person's life 
so that they break free. Not that they stay there forever, but right. so that they, they go to that next level of growth and being able to, yes, love them and yes, be there for them and hold space for them, but not take away the lesson. Right. It doesn't matter if you came from an abusive home or currently in an abusive home. You're learning a lesson. Okay. If you look at it as you're learning something, now you can move on from that something with a greater knowledge. One, you can become an advocate, which I strongly suggest, <laughs> but you learn something and you break something within yourself to grow somewhere else. Yeah. And, and on a, on a soul level, I think a lot of times we come here, we have these certain experiences in our younger years and we're really gathering the tools to help with the ways that we can help people in the future. Meaning like if you've been through, you know, an abusive family relationship, you are having firsthand experiences of all of the dynamics that are at play in those relationships. You might find that as you wake up, when, as you're getting older, you're feeling called to help people that have been through something similar. And you now have a very unique vantage point that nobody could go to school for, right? You now have been through this. And, and there's so much like in the work that I do where I've been through deep transformation. And there are times where people want to run and they're afraid and they're feeling, you know, like, can I really do this? Can I really transcend this? And if I hadn't done it in my own life, I don't think I could have the same amount of confidence to hold their hand so that they can do it in their lives. Like nobody right. could teach me that in school. And so you look back as you tap into like, why am I here? Why did my soul want to come here at this like huge change point in humanity? And what am I here to do? You always can look back and go, oh, that's why I had these experiences. That's why I went through these things. I have this unique set of tools that can help a unique set of people move through certain things in their life. And it's so synchronistic and valuable. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I was gathering unbeknownst to myself, so mm -hmm. many lessons and so many tools so that I could share with people. You know, when people reach out to me and they're like, oh my gosh, like if I hadn't read your book or if I didn't listen to your podcast, like I would feel so alone in this experience it always warms my heart because I think that is exactly why I have a podcast and I wrote a book, right? Is so that somewhere out there, somebody doesn't feel alone in what I experienced when I felt alone, right? When right. I wish that I had somebody going, here's what to do next, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's what we need. I mean, we all need that extra person to tell us, this is where you go from here to grow. You don't have to stay in the situation. Regardless of what the situation is, you have to learn from it and grow from it. There's people out there that have been in your shoes that are willing to teach you. It's just finding them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean, we live in a beautiful time where we have access to so much information, right? And it's really looking for the synchronicity and the resonance of like somebody's life journey and their story and being able, sometimes when we're in those tough parts in our life, having someone hearing their story or hearing the inspiration they have to share can be like the very thing. It's almost like someone is holding your hand through mm -hmm. a process in your life, someone you might have never even met, right? And right. their words and their voice is like guiding you. And how valuable is that? And it's so blessed. It's such a blessing we live in a time where we have access to that information. It is. I mean, if we would have went through COVID... 20 years ago, 
or in the no, almost 30 years ago, we wouldn't have the same experiences that we're having now. We would be completely isolated because we wouldn't have Zoom. We wouldn't yeah. have our being able to work from home. We wouldn't have the same social impact that we have with the computer now. Exactly. I mean, we have grown 30 years. So if you look back, if you take all the lessons we're learning this year and look back, how would this have been coped with 30 years ago? Well, it probably would be a very, very bad, different subject. Yeah, it would be entirely different. So you can't really go backwards, but at the same time, it gives you a different perspective. Exactly. And that's what we have to do with our own lives. We have to go, okay, we're learning this lesson. If I would learn it here, where would I be today? Well, if you take that same lesson, there is someone out there that's where you were 10 years ago. So you take the lesson you already learned and teach that person that's just now going through it. It's the beauty of, of paying it forward, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that we are all are holding each other's hands as we move through these times. And if someone's a few steps ahead, let them, you know, help you over the rocks. And if someone's a few steps behind, behind you, turn around and grab their hand. Like, it's the thing that will ultimately evolve humanity. Exactly. We have to keep evolving. We cannot stay stuck in one thing. We have to change our mindset. We have to change our frequency, and I can't talk today. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's okay. But we have to change these things with ourselves. We cannot go and say, hey, Joe, you need to change this about yourself because I said so. No, we have to change that about ourselves and then lead by example. Exactly. I mean, everything in your world changes on your reality movie screen, I like to call it, mm -hmm. when you change, right? You change your energy, you heal some things, like different things will show up in your life. Mm -hmm. And we're so, we, our culture is so about blaming other people or looking to other people or wanting someone else to fix it for us. Mm -hmm. And again, that's not the lesson we came to learn. Yeah. And it's just not effective. Like how often when you tell people to change, do they just say, yes, of course, I'll, cha <laughs> I'll change immediately for you. Like it doesn't work that way, right? When, when we change ourselves, when we see ourselves differently, when we heal things, then we show up with a different energy and that energy causes a difference in other people, right? Naturally, right. without us even saying anything. Right. We started this with the instant gratification in school. So we're programmed from school for the instant gratification. So now we get into adulthood and we think we should have instant gratification in everything we do. Well, now we're finding out as adults, it doesn't work that way. We have to work for that thing that fulfills us, but we don't know how. So we have to change our mindset early on, like, Today, <laughs> anyone that's listening to this, change today. <laughs> it doesn't matter what steps you take to change your mindset, but by changing your mindset, you change your reality. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's empowering, right? Once you start doing that, you realize how powerful you really are, that you're mm -hmm. not the victim in life of anything or anybody. No. And you get to reclaim all of your energy, all of your, you know, life and activities and your future. And that's where people really get activated and like, okay, wow, this is, 
you know, I've been taught that, that life just happens to me. And now I'm realizing, oh, I can actually shift my reality. I mean, that's powerful. Right. I have t- people telling me, you're so lucky. What am I lucky? I, I work every day toward the reality I want. I don't have things drop in my lap. I'm working toward it. I see it in my mind's eye. So I work toward that. I don't worry about the negative that's going on around me because, okay, it's there. I see it. I got it. I'm not going to be trapped by it. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it was very nice, very wonderful conversation to have you with you today. And I really cannot talk today. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you? Uh, they can find me at the soul, S-O-U-L, frequency.com. And your book is available on Amazon? Amazon, yeah. The Soul Frequency, Your Healthy, Awakened, and Authentic Life. Wonderful. And thank you so much for being on the show today. And for all of our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. <laughs>